Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are with Sir Crokington and with the village of Hawklaw. We're going to be starting the Giant Saga. The Giants. Part 1. A Solemn Decree. You've accepted a task presented to you by the Hawklaw Village Council. The delivery of a solemn decree to the fearsome mountain giant. Hornley Jack, a tactfully crafted document that serves to announce the termination of all future tribute payments from the village of Hawklaw. Let us begin. You have accepted the task of delivering a tactfully crafted but solemn decree from the from Hawklaw village to notorious mountain giant Hornley Jack. The decree states that Hawklaw will not continue to remit tribute payments to him as his protection is no longer required. It's a bold stand to be sure. For small, what is your defenseless settlement to take against so powerful an adversary? But is one many in the peaceful hamlets feel is long overdue. And here's a recap on Holy Jack. Holy Jack is a particularly nasty mountain giant that has been an unpleasant fixture in the remote areas of Western Tysa for almost a generation. Before he appeared in the area just over 50 years ago, it was commonly believed that the waste of mountain giants had become a thing of legends. At first, Horny Jack won praise from local towns when he single-handedly, literally, defeated a, whisked, a wicked dust dragon known as Kranzel by throttling the creature to death. Kranzel, an old and powerful dust dragon, had been demanding tribute from the local towns and villages in exchange for providing protection to the entire area. Kranzel did little protecting, however, and a large number of missing people had been attributed to the dragon. After killing Kranzel, Hanley Jack and his two sons, Sedjak and Hymjak, moved into the dragon's cave began demanding tribute of their own. 
own from the locals. This tribute was paid without question. For who would dare defy a giant that had single-handedly strangled a powerful dust dragon? Only Jack proved to be somewhat more tolerable than his predecessor. Though he did no actual protecting of the populace, he did not interfere in their affairs, as Quanzo had done from time to time. However, over the years, the amount of payment he demands has continued to grow. Many a bold soul has foolishly confronted the giant and his sons over the years, either attempting to drive him away or slay him. They have all, without exception, met with certain doom. A few years back, a troop of Titan border rangers, numbering at least twelve, disappeared after attempting to forcibly remove the three giants from the area. Only Jack stands just over twenty feet tall and is said to have the strength of one hundred men. We need a hundred and one men. Or oh, one tiny toad. <laughs> His son, Seg Jack, in, and Hill and Jack are considerably smaller, each standing just over ten feet tall. Many of the locals have come to accept Horny Jack and his tribute, as tribute demands as a fact of life. The fact remains, the fact that the mountain giant has no mate is a sliver of hope. At least there aren't likely to be any more mountain giants to contend with. The mountain giant's lair is said to be in a cave located at the bottom of a broad dell in the rocky western portion of the Hard Hills. Your reputation as an adventurer of great skill and bravery, and your lengthy list of illustrious accomplishments led the village elders to seek you out for the task of delivering the decree. Even without the promise of payment, you gladly accepted the task, for you have learned throughout your many adventures, risk and reward, most often proved to be an inseparable pair. Eager to set out on what could prove to be a rather perilous endeavour, you arrive at the village council building in Hawklaw just after daybreak on a crisp spring morning and are quickly ushered inside where you're greeted by three of the village elders. We understand the danger involved in this task, says one of the elders, and regardless of your stalwart reputation, Sir Crokington, we would not fault you for reconsidering your acceptance of the mission. There is life in them to be considered when dealing with the likes of Hornley Jack. When you reply you are not to be considered and that you are determined to faithfully deliver the decree, the elders are delighted. One of them produces a brown piece of fell parchment and hands it to you. You carefully stow the decree away among your possessions and prepare to set out into the hills west of the village and embark on a somewhat arduous journey to the lair the fearsome mountain giant. With the directions given to you by the village elders serving as your guide, you make your way into the wooded hills west of the village and begin the lengthy trek into Hornley Jack's remote lair. Near an hour into your journey, you arrive at the edge of a tangled swamp that runs along the eastern edge of the rocky hills which hide the dell into which the giant's lair is located. According to the directions, directions, a well-marked trail cut through the swamp provides the most direct route into the hills beyond. 
However, standing at the edge of the dangerous looking morass, you feel you might be able to swing to the south and skirt around the lower edge of the swamp, resuming your journey on the opposite side now. Previous time I went one way, now I want to go the other. So I'm going to have to look up things. Oh, I've just decided to flip a virtual coin, got heads, so that'll be the first. Take the shorter route through the swamp. The trail through the swamp is well marked and easy to follow. That's, that's convenient. And much to relief, you find most of it quite solid underfoot. However, as you're nearing the midway point along the trail, this ground suddenly becomes spongy and your progress rapidly slows as you're forced to carefully pick your way through the treacherous terrain. Picking a random number. Bonus is 71, all for woodmanship. Pick now. 81, with great care and just a little luck. You manage to safely navigate the treacherous terrain. Just for a few minutes, you once again find yourself on solid footing. You're nearing the western edge of the swamp, when suddenly the sound of heavy footfalls approaching from behind freezes you in your tracks. With your heart pounding, you spin around, prepared to face whatever is coming your way. Loping along the trail behind you, its bright yellow eyes wavishly fixed on you, is a towering swamp troll. A blanket of pungent moss and slime cover much of the creature's mus muscular, festering torso. And as it closes on on you, it unleashes an enraged bellow. It's obvious the vicious beast considers you its next meal. <laughs> Understandable. I mean, I do look like food to someone who's really dumb. <laughs> okay, so. I could flee west along the trail. Nah, nah, not going to do that. Hold my ground and face the beast charge. And or notch an arrow and take aim at the looping troll. You need archery and a bow to do that. And I've had both of them for a very, very long time. So notching the arrow. You notch an arrow and take aim at the rapidly approaching swamp troll. Picking a number. Bonus of 29. Weight which is higher because of the grand ashen bow. And it used to be 28 the bonus. But I leveled up archery a bit between episodes. So now it's 29. And you've got to get 44 or more to actually hit the thing. Pick now. 39. No, 37. Failure. Your arrow sails wide of the looping troll. You quickly show to your bow. Decide upon your next course of action. Oh, I guess I'll just fight it the regular way. It's stabbing time. As the troll draws to within melee range, the creature draws up to its full height and swipes at you, barely missing your head with its massive claw-tipped hand. You plant your feet your fleet on a patch of solid ground and valiantly engage your savage foe. It's a massive swamp troll. Begin combat. Swipes with his clawed hand. An enraged war deafens as your troll stone-like claws as the troll stone-like claws wake across your torso carving into your flesh. Hmm. This, this is the same special as the ones in Proving Grounds 1. Hmm. Maybe 
the trolls that these that the that the masked horsemen got were were from the same group as this troll. Hmm, makes sense, I guess. Okay, anyway, fighting. Oh, it, again, the other the claw in my flesh for fifteen damage. Right now I'm stabbing, and it is stabbed and dead. Thirteen XP. You examine the swamp troll's carcass and make a gruesome discovery. Around the beast's waist, almost completely concealed behind moss and slime, is a crude hide belt. Among adorning the belt are the skeletal hands of at least twenty humans. Oh my. Oh my. Okay, admittedly, it could have just grave robbed, but I think it's sort of implied that it's killed 20 people and took their hands. Repulsed by the fight, but glad to have rid the world of this menace. You turn and once again set off along the swamp tail. The swamp trail. You emerge from the swamp and find yourself on the eastern edge of a wide expanse of forested hills and towering crags. The trail that you follow through the swamp extends into this new landscape, and you proceed cautiously along it. You every sense alert for the first sign of danger as you make your way into the domain of Hornley Jack. The trail cuts deep into the forested slopes at the western edge of the Hart Hills, despite your close proximity to the lair of Hornley Jack. As indicated by the directions given to you by the village elders, you decidedly do not feel as if you're in any immediate danger. Three miles into the hills, the trail suddenly divides, branching southwest and northwest. You pause at the fork and stare along both limbs, wondering which one you should take. Directions provided you by the elders bear no mention of any split. To the southwest, the trail runs through an open. Opening in a dilapidated stone wall and encloses an overgrown orchard. To the northwest, the trail becomes quite rocky as it climbs steeply into the hill. Now, I definitely remember that the, that when we did this with Zoop, we went through the orchard. But, so I'm going to take the other way, but first, divination. For it succeeded, 4xp to divination. You sense that danger exists in both directions. You also sense that since entering these hills, your every move has been closely watched. Okay, I'm going to go northwest into the hills. Because that's the other way. Your trail climbs into, into the high into the forested hills and quickly becomes quite rocky. After only half a mile or so, you find yourself having to edge around the boulders and large shoulders of stone that thrust out of the sides and steep slopes. To nearly a mile on the trail, you round a sharp bend and find yourself at the foot of a na narrow wooden bridge that spans a deep gorge. The bridge is roughly 50 feet across. Oh, that's too much for even Sir Crokington to jump. And although obviously a much disrepair, it appears to be sturdy enough to bear your weight. Well, it better be, because that's not much weight at all. You're about to, to take your first step. Well, wait, but with all my armour and weapons,
arms and equipment is actually quite a lot of weight. You're about to take your first step onto the age-worn pants planks when you're startled off by a gruff voice from your left. We're off to human. A scrawny goblin, the tip of its pointed helm at level with your shoulder, appears from behind a boulder and promptly steps into your pass. You're not the usual courier, he sneers, eyeing you suspiciously. I'm not to let any pass this way, but for the usual courier. And as I've made plain, you aren't it. The hideous goblin produces a crude wooden spear and holds it across his chest as he firmly, firmly plants both of his bare fleet on the first plank of the bridge. Obvious that this miserable creature is one of Horny Jack's minions and has no intention of allowing you to cross and penetrate further into the giant's world. Actually, I thought it kind of makes sense that the elders wouldn't have an up to date map because everyone who goes here to find out what it's like now dies. So, this was probably, um, they're probably going back on a map way back before Hornijack settled in. And evidently, um, things have happened in the interim. I'm a reasonable sort. I'm a reasonable sort, human. He says, go back how you came, and we'll have no trouble. Alright, I've got... So I can retreat along the trail and take the southwestern fork instead. But as I said, that led to something we um, we did, something we saw back when we was back when it was Zoop. So I can attack the goblin, which might just save time, really. But I can attempt to talk the goblin into letting you cross. You need forty plus diplomacy to do this. And I just happen to have a diplomacy of 73, so yeah, I think I can handle that. Alright, attempt utilising your diplomatic skills, you attempt to walk your way past the guardian of the bridge. Oh, 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 oh yeah, that, that courier? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he, 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 can't get, he went down with the, the, the clap and the mage. Anyhow, yeah, yeah, anyway, it's just dreadful business, dreadful business. Anyhow, he was, he was, he was always on his deathbed, you see, and he said, oh, You have to deliver this message to haunt me, Jack. I promised I would. Or something like that. All right, picking a number. Bonus of 18, all from diplomacy. Got to get 44 or more. Or he'll realise I'm telling absolute rubbish. Pick now. 38. Failure. Tact and diplomacy and lying your face off have failed. The goblin obstinately refuses to allow you to cross the bridge. The repulsive creature appears to be growing agitated with your presence. And his fingers tighten around the haft of his spear. Now, if I stay here for any longer... He'll try to stab me. So I've got to stab him first or run away. I'm going to attack the goblin. I mean, it's a pity, it's just an underling, but still. The goblin snarls and viciously gashes his sharp, decaying teeth as you leap forward and attack. 
He masterfully fends off your initial assault, and you quickly realise you're not going to be in for an easy fight. It's a master goblin war. Well, of course. Of course, Holy Jack would send his have his best. This is this is one of the major paths to his hideout. And as we all know, the other path is guarded by walking tree people. Master Goblin Warrior, begin combat. The only the only option is fatal. So, so it shall be. The Master Goblin Warrior thrusts his cruel wooden spear at you. And then I... And I thrust my not at all crude and... Shimmery, shiny, metally dagger at it, and I win. It is slain. Bye bye, goblin. Third, fifth, 21 experience points. The goblin warrior drops to his knees and topples over backwards. His crude spear falls to the ground at your side. You make a quick search of his remains and discover the following there's an unidentified wooden wing. This plain wooden wing bears not even a single scratch. It's got to be identified for me to know anything more about it, like what stats it gives. Well, I'm going to take it, identify it when we get back somewhere safe. And 10 gold tokens. When you are ready to continue, you carefully make your way across the narrow wooden bridge. You arrive safely on the far side of the bridge and once again set off along the trail as it winds its way deeper into the forested hills. The final leg of your trek brings you to the western edge of the hard hills. The trail you're following runs up to the edge of a deep, boulder-strewn dell. According to the directions you receive from the village elders, somewhere at the bottom of this rocky valley lies the lair of Horny Jack and his two sons. A lone crow perched on the branch of a dead hemlock and she was a lonely call and you can't help but feel that the enemy is perhaps in some some way warning you against proceeding on your current course yes yes uh, well thanks for the thanks for showing concern crow but I'm, I'm on a mission taking one last look around on the forested hills you are leave behind you plunge into the dell following the well-worn trail into the wide Rocky ravine, where it runs shoulder to shoulder with a f- swift flowing stream. Well worn, but by who? Hmm. I mean, Horning Jack doesn't seem to move around that much. I'm guessing it's just various, various goblins, ogres, trolls, and who not, and what not, just paying tribute to Horning Jack, you know. So they can goblin it up around here without Horny Jack saying, hey, that's my stuff, and going, punk, and then killing them instantly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well, one trail, uh, right. Picking your way through the maze of boulders while maintaining your footing on the loose stony ground proves to be no simple task. When at last you reach the bottom of the dell, you lean up against a chest-high boulder and allow yourself a moment's rest to recover from the arduous descent. You're about to resume your trek along the trail when suddenly the ground shakes and two booming voices echo off the sides of the ravine. Peering westward, westward you spot two massive humanoids making their way through the field of boulders that litter the bottom of the dell. You've no doubt that the two formidable-looking characters moving in your direction are Segjack and Hilmjack, the notoriously cruel sons of Hornlyjack. You quickly duck behind the boulder against which you've been leaning and wait with bated breath as the two half-grown mountain giants approach. In a few moments, they're standing only a dozen yards from where you rested only seconds before, talking and arguing loudly amongst themselves. Sigjack and Hernjacks each stand just over ten feet tall, and it appears to have twice the bulk of even the largest of ogres. A heavy wooden club is swung along the back of each of the brothers, and you can't help but think their tremendous side, thickly muscled torsos and broad-shouldered builds only hint at the danger this pair presents to any would-be foe. From your hiding place, you continue to watch and listen as the two giant brothers carry on. In in an animated or almost an amusing fashion, suddenly, however, one of them says something that shocks you to the core, causing your heart to skip a beat. 
You will play the words of the young mountain giant in your mind as you attempt to gorge the enormity of their weight. The young giant steeps the truth. His father, Horny Jack, the tale of two generations, whose might is said to have known no equal, whose long levity beget and rumours of immortality, has been dead nine days. Well, well, I guess we can just go back then. Still wheeling from the sudden, sunny revelation gleaned from the conversation of Saint Jack and Hill Jack, you listen as the brothers speak in earnest about their plans in the wake of their father's death. You're again shocked to learn that the giant brothers are seeking to leave the area for good, magically disguising themselves as men with the help of an unscrupulous spell-casting human ally. It is for the arrival of this ally the brothers presently wait. You almost find yourself pitying the two brothers, believing that perhaps they are seeking to leave behind the life they have known under their cool and brutal hand of their father. But as they continue to converse, you soon learn their desire to leave is for more immediate reasons. You learn that Harley Jack died nearly two weeks ago, slipping away peacefully in his sleep having at last succumbed to the ill health he had acquired over the past couple of decades. His passing left the two giant brothers in an immediate quandary, for they knew that a wide, the wide band of territory their father controlled was now open to the rewarding by the very elements long subdued solely by the virtue of his fearsome reputation. The most dangerous of these elements you're unhappy to learn, is a mountain giant named Jaskarn, who hails from the thick of the Thedowin range, and you're shocked to discover that Jaskarn is none other than the half-brother of Hornley Jack. Okay. Alright, let's read up on Jaskarn. Jaskarn. Half-brother of Hornley Jack is a fearsome specimen of a mountain giant hailing from the thick of the Fedorin range. The foul-tempered Jaskarn is known to maintain a small army of goblins and ogres which he sends against any who, imposes, who opposes will. Jaskarn has the half-brother of another infamous mountain giant, only Jack. It's known that Justice Khan both despises and fears Hornley. Hmm. Curious. As the brothers continue to discuss the situation, you learn that ja Justice Khan is already on the move, making his way through the remote countryside of Western Telsa, on route to the lair of his deceased half-brother with all possible haste. For what you can glean from the brother's conversation, Jaskis Khan, but not quite as mighty as Horny Jack, is a giant of the worst order, employing cruelty and violence without mercy against any who oppose him. You are certain that his looming arrival can only mean continued and more severe trouble for the towns and villages in and around the hard hills. Realising that the decree you now bear is, is 
bear is now useless. Decided that you must reveal yourself to the giant brothers in hopes of finding out more about the grave peril apparently headed this way. You exhale sharply and hop out from behind the boulder into plain sight. Both of the young giants are caught off guard by your sudden appearance and Seg Jack immediately reaches for his enormous wooden club. You aren't who we're waiting for, grumbles Seg Jack. Huron Jack quickly stays his brother's hand and steps forward. In a deep, rumbling voice, very low and listen to his father's, demands to know your business. Deciding it's pointless to attempt to disguise the nature of your mission, you disclose the truth of the matter to them, boldly revealing the decree that you are tasked to delivering to their now deceased father, and making plain to all that you've, what you've learned through your eavesdrop, dropping. My father might have let you live, even if you had placed this in his hands, says Hearn Jack, looking over the decree with obvious disdain. You'll have no such luck with Justice Khan. The brothers appear to have no desire to harm you, and even go as far as telling you a bit more about Justice Khan. You are dismayed to learn he maintains a small army of goblins and ogres that he freely wields against any who dare oppose him. We'll be gone before he ever sets foot in these parts, and all Blue Bleak will see to it none will ever know us, says Seb Jack. We're referring to their plan of magically disguising themselves as humans. Then, some distant part will start up again, away from all this. Now, if you go about heading back how you came, we'll have no quarrel with you. We've turned over a new leaf, you might say. Lucky for you. The name mentioned by Seg Jack, Bluebeak, sticks in your mind. For a moment, you start looking at the two fearsome giant brothers. It is beyond any doubt that Seg Jack and Hell Jack are responsible for much of the mayhem that has plagued this part of the kingdom over the past two decades or more. Many a lone traveller or wayward caravan has unwittingly wandered into these parts, only to disappear without a trace. You can't help but feel that by leaving and allowing them to go through their plan, their plan of disguise and escape, the two cruel and murderous brothers might well never be held accountable for their crimes. Still, the prospect of facing this pair of young but formidable mountain giants is quite daunting, to say the very least. Okay, so I can fight them, or I can leave well enough alone make my way back to Hawklaw. Alright, I'm going to deal with them. Your mind is made up. Sig Jack and Hill John must be dealt with here and now, before the cool pair escapes forever from the punishment has long been owed them. Your mind races as you contemplate the next course of action, so I can dust attack them, or I can use illusion, elementalism, or feathery all at level 50, to 50 plus. Oh, elementalism. You attempt to channel your power of elementalism as part of an effort to launch a sudden and surprise attack on the giant brothers. Attempt to channel it now. 
It succeeded 32 experience to elementalism. A pair of minor air elementals suddenly saw into view and began swirling about the two giant brothers, swirling up a cloud of dusk that quickly envelops them. Seg Jack and Hearn Jack swatted the two swirling, circling elementals amidst fits of violent coughing as you move in to launch your surprise attack. Your sudden attack, sort of sort, catches both of them off guard, giving you the upper hand, at least for now. The two air elementals dissipate. Hearn Jack steps back, allowing ample room for his brother to counter your attack with his massive wooden club. Well, the thing is, I'm so small, there just isn't enough of me for both of them to attack. This is Segjak, and I am fighting him. Segjak swigs at you with his heavy wooden club. He deals a devastating blow for 28 damage. What? Another devastating blow for 23 damage. Alright, now I stab. Devastating blow for 28 damage. It's nearly done. Oh, devastating blow for 24 damage, and is slain. 262 experience. Hernjan roars with rage, as the lifeless form of his brother crashes to the ground. His eyes burning with hatred, the young mountain giant thunders forward and swipes it through his wooden club, hell bent on avenging his brother's death. The enraged giant forces you back against a towering boulder, cutting off any route of escape you might have had. You must fight him to the death. Oh, oh, that was the plan. That was the plan all along. This is Hearn Jack, who's avenging his brother. But I'm avenging a lot of other people, so it's avengeance all round. Hearn Jack swings at you with his heavy wooden club. Deals a devastating blow for 25 damage. Okay, keep swinging, and I keep stabbing. Twelfth round, one more stab, and down he goes. He just, he's just one out of blood to bleed. You've slain him. 262 XP. The bodies of the stun, sons of Horny Jack, lie in a massive heap on the ground before you. Your stunning victory this day has achieved vengeance for the many countless souls that these, these cruel brutes either ended or ruined. 1,024 experience to general. With said Jack and Hearn Jack now gone forever, you realise you could perhaps investigate the cave that they, along with their father, called home. Called home. Well, hmm. I bet, I bet Horny Jack has all sorts of nice things in there that he's that he collected over decades of terrorising the entire region. Search for the Cave of the Giants. And I'm pretty sure we didn't do it this time, last time, so... The far western end of the Dow, you come upon the now deserted lair of Horny Jack and his sons. The massive mouth of the deep cave protrudes from the side of the steep rocky slope and you cautiously enter it. The interior of the cave is truly massive and its upper reaches ascending beyond the range of your dependable light source. At first, you are dismayed to find that aside from several piles of debris, the cave is empty. 
However, as you proceed towards the back wall of the giant's lair, you discover a second chamber, nearly as large as the first, and this one's not entirely empty. Perhaps close to a thousand items of all manner and type and description fill this cavernous chamber. You pick your way through the piles that litter the floor, seeking anything that might be of use or value. I'll just make notes of that. I mean, presumably everything here is stolen. Many of the items lying about are complex and of little interest. However, your careful search yields a handful of interesting, potentially valuable pieces, which you place to one side as you continue to shift through the clutter. When you've completed your search, you pour over the interesting items you have discovered. Okay, unidentified bone gauntlets. A pale greenish glow emanates from these blown gauntlets. Currently, one stamina point. Unidentified studied leather cape. Iron studs protrude from this thick leather cape. Alright, I'll tell you that. Unidentified platinum bands. Strange markings cover the surface of this thin platinum wing. Unidentified longsword. This appears to be an excellent weapon. This weapon is of magical quality. Unidentified dagger. This appears to be an excellent weapon. This weapon is of magical quality. Alright. Allah, in an open chest hidden behind one of the piles of loot, you find a large quantity of gold. You can only assume that this gold is part of the tribute collected by Holden Jack from the local towns and villages over the years. You wisely decide to take the gold with you. 5,754 gold tokens. Convinced that you have not overlooked anything of value, you make your way out of the cave and embark upon a long trek back to Hawklaw. Your time trek to Hawklaw proceeds swiftly and without incident. It is nearing dusk when the small when the small village is again within sight, and you proceed immediately to the council building, where you find the elders anxiously awaiting your return. The, you, the, lo, the news that Horny Jack is dead elicts cries of joy from the usually stoic village elders, but their weathery is short-lived. No, 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 it wasn't me that killed him. No, no, I could have, but no, he, he was dead first. When you tell them what you've learned concerning the looming awhile of Justice Khan, the joy quickly fades as they assess the gravity of the situation. You relate the entirety of your tale to the elders. When you come to the part concerning Seg Jack and Hearn Jack, they listen with great interest as you go over the details of the encounter. The elders are alarmed by your account of the giant brothers' plan to escape into the safety of obscurity with the help of magic of a treacherous human spellcaster. The announcement of your victory over the sons of Horny Jack is greeted with stunned silence. One by one, the elders recover from the shock elicited by your revelation and step forward to praise you, each of them meeting you in a shoulder cross. There are few who thought this day would come within the span of our lives, says one of the elders, choking back tears of joy. The terror of his sons gone forever. 
in spite of the other danger you reported. This is truly a glorious day. Alright. You suddenly recall the large quantity of gold you discovered in the giant's cave. Knowing the small fortune likely belonged to people of Orc, or perhaps other nearby settlements, you quickly come to a decision with regard to what you will do with the 5,754 gold tokens you found. How did I know it was that many exactly? It's just a sense you get when you're on adventure. You can just look at a pile of gold and instantly know exactly how many gold tokens there is in it. It's just, it's just, just a thing, it's just a thing you learn. I could just say nothing about the gold. I could return 1,000 gold, 2,500 gold, or, of course, all the gold. I'm going to return all the gold, because it just, it turns out that actually gold's really easy to get now. Now, when this, when this was released, back back 18 years ago maybe anyway a long long time ago maybe before that when it was released this was before all the replayable scenarios so keeping this gold or not keeping this gold probably was some probably was mechanically speaking a difficult choice to make because it, it would probably take hours and hours and hours to get the gold via other means. But now you can just plop down, plop through Axe Path, plop through, block, plop, plop, splunk through Axe Path, slump through the snaky ruins, and you'll have it back. So, yep, I'm returning all the gold. You inform the elders of your discovery in the giants there and hand over to them the 5,754 gold tokens. Alright, you suddenly feel a bit more vituitous. That would matter more if my alignment wasn't already maxed out because I happened to use the white sword. Because the alignment in this game, not a very well developed system. It's just occasionally, it's just every now and again, it's mentioned, it's brought up. The elders seem taken aback by your generosity, and perhaps even your honesty. And they thank you for returning what rightfully belongs to those who lived under the shadow of Horny Jack these many long years. You remain in deep council with the village elders, long into the night, discussing what should be done with regard to the looming threat of the arrival of Jastis Khan. It is ventured decided by all present that she will reconvene tomorrow at dawn to draw up a plan for dealing with the half-brother of Hornley Jack. It's almost more comforting to know. It was old Hornley out there on the edge of the wild says one of the welders as you make your way out of the council building. I suppose the known evil is less frightening somehow. The elders thank you again and you agree to meet them back here at dawn. You take your leave and stroll away along the folklore's main thoroughfare 
gazing up at the ceiling of bright, flickering stars suspended in the frigid night over, over the breadth of the North Broadlands. As you step through the front doors of Hill's Feet Inn, eager to catch a few hours of sleep before dawn, you have no way of knowing the mission, mission set to convene at the break of day tomorrow will never take place. And that finishes this adventure and gets me 512 experience to general. Alright, and this also unlocks the next part of the giant saga, which is the giants part two stone song. I'm not even going to read the preview because I want it all to be a surprise for next time. But until then, Farewell, fellow adventurers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.